In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And we are so excited to be back here with you guys today. Um, a special announcement before we start is that next week, our episode is not going to be out on Monday, which is Memorial Day. It's actually, we're going to put it out on June 1st, which is a Tuesday. Um, and I'm sure you guys will be busy anyway, Memorial Day, not listening to this podcast, but we will have it out. Don't worry if you don't see it in your um, Apple podcast or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, because it will be out the next day. So we wanted to preface yes. the episode with that. And it's a very exciting, two very exciting guests. I've announced it on the Instagram. So if you're a real loyal follower, you know who that is. But just know that um, if you're tuning in on Tuesday, June 1st, you're going to love that episode. It's a very, very great guest and great episode. Great guests. We already recorded it. Um, It was so (laughs) much fun. It was really, really interesting, really fun couple that we're interviewing so i'm excited for you guys to hear it but this week it's just nicole and i nicole what is going on with your wedding it's coming it's like right around the corner i feel like memorial day is that like it's like summer and then it's september and then it's your wedding so thank you you for thank you for reminding me um it (laughs) is I'm, you know, every time somebody says that I get one more gray hair. Um, I I have some updates. It's funny because this was a pivotal moment this past week where I was able to really, really relate to a lot of our audience for the first time ever. I mean, I just kidding. That's a lie. I relate to our audience in a profound way. Yes. Like we're all Corona brides, whatever. Like we went through shit together last year, but I was really able to relate because you know how we have so many listeners write in about just like feeling a little like frustrated with their friends and people. I hope my friends aren't listening, (laughs) but their friends and like bridesmaids and people in their wedding party. I'm starting to see that like, and and when we would have those listeners write in in the past, I know we'd give advice to them. And I, I remember always thinking in the back of my head, though, like I'm kind of lucky that my bridesmaids are supportive and good. Like I'm lucky that I'm not facing these same issues as our listeners that are writing in for advice. However, now I... Well, there's two things, the bridal shower and the bachelorette, though I've been in the nitty gritty planning of those. The bridal shower, I I know you're not doing one and you inspired me to like not really care to do one. And 
I told my sister and my mother-in-law and I was like, look, I don't need a bridal shower. Number one, like my friends are spread all over the world. Like one of my best friends and bridesmaids lives in Tel Aviv, Israel. So like they're really spread all over. It's not like I'm my sister who had all of her friends in the Maryland, D.C. area that could easily go to her bridal shower there. Like I have friends everywhere. Like I'm not going to ask them. I'm we're already doing Tulum for my bachelorette and then kind of semi destination in Maryland for my wedding. I'm not going to inconvenience people, make them come to a bridal shower. And then I was like, also, I don't want any, to ask anybody to have to like pay for my bridal shower. My bachelorette's on the pricier side. Like, well, I just you didn't like get you a gift or physically pay for it like put it on like I was like who do okay. I who's and I know we get questions about like who pays for the bridal shower all the time and in the past I would think it's kind of like maid of honor chipping in bridesmaids maybe chipping in um, sometimes you know mothers parents mother-in-laws um, but I don't know I just like I I was like I don't need one and my my sister and my mother-in-law were like, and my sister-in-law, they were like, no, you, sh- we want you to have one. Like we insist we want to plan it. But my sister, if she's listening at this point, I don't care. Cause I've told her to her face. <laughs> she's like, being, she's just so busy. She's full-time job working right. mom. She has a little baby. She's about to pop with her second one right before my wedding. And she's moving and all of this stuff. But she's a procrastinator. She's not a planner, which is what she's done with this bridal shower. And on top of that, she has all this other stuff. Right. Going on, right. Right. So long, long story short, like people's summer weekends are filling up. Like we had a specific weekend in June that we were looking at. And now that's too soon. Now we're looking at end of June. But other than that, like my a lot of my friends and bridesmaids were like, we were looking at other dates for this shower. A lot of them were like, we can't we have a wedding that date we have a wedding that weekend we have something that else that plans already like people Mm -hmm. make plans and so now it's been like this whole thing with my sister and like my like future mother-in-law was like kind of annoyed because she was like i wish you guys had asked me to to really own the planning like way earlier on like i thought jenna your sister was or else i would have started planning you know months ago and and I and it's just this whole thing. So where, how like, are you feeling about it? Are you kind of like almost not even excited about it anymore because of all like the back and forth? Is it taking exactly it away from it? kind of? And I don't want like them to hear this. Like I hope <laughs> because they're, well, it's they're, all, they're planning it's not it. Like personal, really. Like, I mean, it right. is, but it's not. Yeah, not at all. Like, and I'm so thankful for like my I love my mother in law. She's swooped in to like save the day at the end and like light a fire under my sister. Much needed. Um, and I feel bad because truly she she like keeps her up at night. She's like, I wish I I would have just taken initiative and plan earlier. But yeah, I don't know. It's just taking all and going back to the thing like in the first place, I never was that excited about a bridal shower. I told my future mother-in-law one day when I have a baby shower, she can, I'll, t- she gets that. Like we're not, Jenna does not need right. even help. I was like, you can own that one. Like that's the one I care more about too, because I care about getting baby gifts. Cause those are like really expensive, but even the like bridal shower, it's like, I, I just, 
I don't know. I have this weird feeling about it, but I'm sure like once it, if big, if, if it does happen, we're looking at end of June, which is coming up like tomorrow. So we would have to send evites. I'm supposed to get them the emails today. So yeah, I'm sure once it happens, I'll have fun, but I'm sorry you're dealing with that. I feel (laughs) like it's every, every wedding event has its own stressful things. And it seems like there's a lot of like moving pieces and a lot of moving parts. So it's, it can be really frustrating. So mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry. I'm sure whatever it is will like work out. And I think it's kind of the kind of thing where you just kind of have to like manage your own expectations of like, maybe there won't be because like, it's a little later, like there might be just like less people, but especially if you weren't really like expect or like, we're kind of preparing to not have one anyway, maybe it'll be nice. Just whoever does show up, it'll right. be like great for that and i think as long as you keep your expectations like in check like it'll be like a bridal shower just has to be like a small little like gathering to celebrate exactly Exactly. that's all you're expecting i think you'll be like happy with whatever happens and i feel like a lot of people who don't want one wind up having one and then they feel really happy and they feel really good about it so exactly thank you that i i love the idea of a smaller intimate one so yeah We'll see. Yeah, I think it's just like a nice little thing um, if you can do it. I mean, I'm not having one, but I'm not like against them. I think that they're like great if you can do it for me. It was just like uh, just didn't make sense for like I don't know, right. my family or like all this other stuff. But I think I think it'll be awesome for you. And I, I totally get what you're saying. It's like it's hard because I think we talked about this before with like wedding stuff. Like you're kind of like, well, I did all this stuff for you. Like, Mm -hmm. how is it not going to be exactly the same? And for me, I think I feel that a little bit around, like I have a lot of friends, like I told you, I'm one of the older friends to get that I have to get married. So a lot of my friends are like having babies and some of them are Mm -hmm. due like right around my wedding and they won't be able to come. And it sucks impartially. You know what I mean? Like they're always, there's like, sometimes there's like a little hint of like resentment in the back of your head, but like, yes. but I went to all of your stuff and I, and I, you know, I attended all the bachelor parties and I did all that stuff. But then I remember I'm like, life is not about like keeping score. It's not about being even like right. so you're in different situations in your life at different points. And sometimes you're in a position to like give more. And sometimes you're in a position to give less. And like, right, right. I think you just have to take, you have to understand that people, you know, like, let, we're not all on the same page at every moment in our life so we can cut people some slack like your sister um mm-hmm. i could totally understand like that frustration of like but like i like now i get like where's my thing because i like you owe me i've, I've but, sent her some texts i'm like and then i'm like d- i'm doing this like fundraising thing for her that's a whole thing but i'm like the least you can do is be a decent maid of honor but we're like that to each other. Like I can yeah, say I mean, your that. S- sisters are a different level, but yeah. I also think like, I'm sure at the end of the day, you know, like, do you know what I mean? Like you've got her back. Yeah. Like she has yours. Like she's just in a different spot in life and life is never going to work out like perfectly evenly where like you right. can give, you can get back. And sometimes you get more than you give. Like sometimes you're not in a position to like do totally. as much. And the other person's done more for you. Like, I think like, being close with someone, being good friends, being like um, a good sister is not about keeping right. score. So, well, and she was like, I'll just pay for the whole bride. Like that. She's so busy that she'd rather just like pay. I mean, that's pretty nice. <laughs> and I like, was like, thank you. No, that's. And I, when she told me that I was like, oh, that kind of changes everything. Now I, now I love you again. Thank you. 
when in doubt, just throw money money so, at the issue if you can. Literally, I'm like, thanks. She does work her butt off, like for to be able to do that. But yeah, no, I I feel that too. And I think, like you said, it's like everybody's on different pages. You can't help but feel a little bit of resentment sometimes. But it shouldn't be like tit for tat, like I did this for you. And if you are, like I am feeling like with my bachelorette, I won't get into all of that. I'll spare you guys for another episode. But like with my bachelorette, I there's two people who aren't my bridesmaids. They're just very good friends who are carrying that. The others really like haven't done shit. I hope they are listening because this is your sign. <laughs> <laughs> to take and but but in their defense like i haven't assigned them things like the advice that we've given in the past to people writing in with the same issue but well, it's I, these, also like people are some people are like into that kind of shit even if they're, they right. don't care if they're like a bridesmaid or not they're more like oh i love planning parties or i love planning vacations and like this is a great opportunity to have a structured vacation and right. other people i think are like um just like that's like the word like they would do a terrible job at it Right. And so like it's almost better that they step off or like they feel like someone else is kind of like doing it. So they don't want to get in their way. Right. That's very much what it is. That is, mm -hmm. is exactly. And I also think they think I'm a little bit of a control freak. So they think I'm like doing it all and I right. like want to. And that's in my my fault. Like I haven't other than right now, I haven't told them. <laughs> so if you're listening, stop step it up girls right well some, i feel like sometimes people like sometimes if people are more hands-off it doesn't mean that they don't care and sometimes if people are more hands-on it doesn't mean that they do care about you they could just care about like their mm -hmm. own trip and like having more control over it and it like being more fun for them exactly that's like it's selfishly for that that's why i think the two i know them like you said they they love planning trips they love and i think they truly like for their own i mean they're paying to go on this so they want to make it make sure yeah. it's a good trip and i think that's why they're taking so much initiative which is amazing because i'm like sure which is great <laughs> it brings back to like the love languages like maybe their thing is like acts of service and your right. friends who might be closer to you like that's not really how they express that they care exactly as long as they're all still supportive, like they're all very excited. They're like, we can't wait for your bachelorette. We're excited to celebrate you. That's like really all I can ask for. Totally. Too. I feel like the attitude around it is like so much more important than like in a lot of, well, not for everything, but for a lot of things, it's like you want someone to be enthusiastic and excited. And then what they actually are contributing can like you can get away with a lot more if you have a really good attitude. Right, right. Now, before I selfishly take up all the updates intro part with my things, and next next episode, we focus only on Jordana's. So okay, I'm, yours is closer. You've got more stuff going on. Um, I will, I'll talk to you guys about um, my upcoming Bachelorette, which is at the end of June. We can talk about that <laughs> next week. Um, Tahoe. But yeah, not too much. I've, I've It's been a little bit of a wedding planning lull. I'm going to my site visit next month. So I'll have more updates next month. I'm glad we can talk about you and um, your bridal shower. And we definitely keep us, me and the audience updated on what winds up happening with that. I'm sure it'll be great. I will. I will. I, I like just being honest with like, this is the most honest I've ever been about my wedding. I feel like until, I mean, that's a lie. I've definitely let shit loose before, but <laughs> um, I just, cause now it's like, again, like I'm finally relating very 
hardcore to our listeners. So, yeah. And I think there's a lot of things like sometimes a listener writes in about and you're like, oh, I don't think I would care about that. Like, why are you all worked <laughs> up about that? And then it happens to you. And I, I've experienced this also where you, yeah. you don't really get it until you're going through it. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that is actually kind of annoying. Right. Right. Exactly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do some emails from the listeners, right? Let's do it. Before we jump in, though, we do have merch and we have some exciting when this episode. Oh, okay. It'll be coming out like shortly after this episode airs. We are creating so much summer brides merch. I don't even like want to tell. I I don't know if I'm well, fine. Whatever. I'll tease it up. Guys, don't buy the heart eye sunglasses from anywhere else because we're creating way cuter like heart eye for your bachelorette batches sunglasses. They have a tiny little says batches on it so you can show, you know, which cool crew you're part of. Um, so just wait, that's one of the many things I'm so excited about, but so go to betches.co slash brides merch to check it all out. Check it. All right. Should I I read the first email? Yes. Cool. Hi ladies. Question about bridal showers and destination weddings, especially since I know Jordana is planning a destination wedding. I am. I've attended a few destination weddings in the past and usually they're either wasn't a bridal shower or the bridal shower was purely an excuse to celebrate the bride with invitations that explicitly said no gifts, please, and did not have any sort of typical gift opening. My impression has always been that attending the wedding is your gift since it's pretty expensive for people to attend. One of my good friends is getting married in Mexico this summer. When she mentioned her bridesmaids were throwing her a shower, I assumed it was going to be like the other ones I'd attended and requested no gifts. To my surprise, when the invitation came, it had a list of where the couples registered. I'm pretty shocked and sort of leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I'm already spending over $1,000 to attend the wedding in Mexico. All-inclusive resorts are not my vacation style, so this isn't really like I'm getting a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip in attending this wedding. Additionally, this bride is having a destination bachelorette party that, within driving distance, is another expensive long weekend just a few weeks before the wedding. 
What's your view on registering for gifts and having a bridal shower for couples planning a destination wedding? Am I wrong to assume that requesting gifts is tacky if your wedding requires everyone to drop a significant amount of money just to attend? Thanks for the input. Love the podcast and I found it extremely helpful as I plan my own 2022 wedding. Thanks. Salty batch. What do you think? Um, this one was interesting. I picked this one because it's kind of like remind we. I feel it like goes we both theme, really yes, which is yes. bridal showers today. and Mexico weddings. Yeah, so I I see her frustration because she. I mean, let's face it. Yes, like a destination wedding is a whole nother ball game. Um, you know, you're spending to go out there, whatever. But I, I mean, the bride, every bride is different. Like you, my, my other, my best friend who is also having a destination wedding in Dominican Republic are both not doing bridal showers. And to be honest, if I were you guys too, I would be doing the same. Like I probably wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't be doing a bridal shower because that would be one of the big reasons, like in my mind, um, that people are already coming out to my destination and I don't want to ask for more gifts. I think for her, she, I, I think truly if I were this salty bitch, I would go to the bridal shower. And because I'm the type of person who gets mortified, if I show up anywhere empty handed, I would maybe just get her a small, very like more thoughtful, but just a small little something. And I don't think that bride will look at you any like will look at you wrongly if if it's a small little gift. I'm talking like two little cute wine glasses that say Mr. and Mrs. Like just something to say like here I'm here to support you. And and you underestimate just showing up. I di- I didn't really like gifts are one thing. I know we joke about like how amazing gifts are, but just showing up, I'm starting to see is a gift in itself from people. Like just showing up to be there for you and support you, whether it's your bridal shower, your wedding, whatever. So I think like it's okay to show up with a small, thoughtful totally. gift. Totally. Like a gesture. Yes. I was I totally agree with you. I was gonna say the same thing. I think find a gift even if it's twenty dollars like i actually i almost think of it like if you were invited to someone's house for like dinner or lunch you would bring Mm -hmm. a bottle of wine or you would bring you know something like a dessert like you can literally like you're getting lunch at like i wouldn't think of it like oh she's having another event like think of it like you're being invited to something and it's always like um it's always just nice to bring something the the gift doesn't have to Mm -hmm. be extravagant um, I think if she's doing a destination wedding, maybe some, maybe she has the registry on because some people aren't coming to the actual wedding, but this is an event that they right. can come to. So if they wanted to get a gift, that would probably, maybe it might be where they have it. I wouldn't be offended just by the fact that there is a registry, um, right. or like, I don't think it's like, they're like begging for gifts. I think that anything you get will be like a nice, sweet gesture. No one's like counting the amount that you spent on the bridal shower and i think when they include the registry like that it's literally because there are people who will ask like i'm getting asked left and right by like parents friends and stuff like where is registry and so that's probably what the bride's doing like she's probably thinking you know there are some people who are going to ask for it let me put it on the 
invitation. And maybe it's also just that like people in her, maybe she's not like, oh, she's trying to have another event to get gifts. Maybe it's like kind of like your situation where like someone in their family forcing wants, them. To throw, <laughs> wants to throw them a, a party and what they're not going to say no when you're invited. And you also don't have to go if you don't want to. Um, right. But I think it's like, I wouldn't overthink it. I would just bring something small if, if you already feel like you're tapped out on the amount of gifts that you're spending and just like go and show your support and be there in person. And that's like, I think again, like Nicole said, more important than anything right. that you would give. I do love the perspective that you said of like, look at it as you're going, you're getting this like free lunch and experience in a way and, and you're bringing a gift because that, that honestly kind of helps like when you keep that in mind as a guest to any of these weddings or pre-wedding events, that keep, that helps you like keep in mind why you're giving a gift and if that makes like other yeah, than someone's to like support. hosting you. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like they're giving you like champagne and lunch and right. like you know what I mean? They're an activity like that I always forget not that, that. You, not that it has to be like so transactional, but like right. you're not like you're not going to like pay for her lunch like she's like you know what i mean throwing you like a whole like she's throwing a an event it's nice to mm-hmm. i think it's a nice gesture if that helps you like think of it in a different way <laughs> but one thing i want to i know this isn't in our we should pull our brides on this but maybe we already have i i think there's nothing worse than watching people unwrap their gifts at a bridal shower and i'm no. sorry if you're planning on doing no. this but like no i agree i think I, it's literally the most boring thing in the entire world I agree. I I fully agree. Like I just went to one a couple of weeks ago. Oh, not to say who, but they did that. And it was just, yeah, you sit there. It's like awkwardly silent. I fully agree. And our audience does too. I'm telling you, we've done this at unpopular opinions. Oh yeah. This comes up all the time and it's, it's definitely becoming a more and more popular opinion that people agree with us. My only thing is that I, I do think some of the older individuals, like the mother's like mother-in-laws it, I guess like it weirdly maybe they know. can just open their gifts it's just like I cannot watch one more bride open it's... like a kitchen mixer <laughs> um like in front of me and like everyone has to be like you have to be like oh like yeah how and it's like, you need to make that like ooh ah uh, sound it's like weird I don't think the bride likes it I don't think the like guests like it um yeah have you heard actually I might Go back to my mother. My mother-in-law proposed. She was like, for your shower, have you heard of an open or it's called something? It's called like a open open gift shower where you don't wrap, don't wrap it. Yeah. So you don't have to unwrap everything. That sounds a little bit better. Yeah. It's something where you like wrap it in clear or something. I don't know. I'll have to ask her. And I remember poor I feel bad. I was like, no, like, let's just do whatever's normal. Like I shot it down. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to shame anyone who's opening gifts at the bridal shower. If like, that's your no, thing. I'm not, I don't want to, unless I'll probably, they'll probably make me cause my sister like did it. Right. With her. Or I don't know. She'll give like, <laughs> sometimes people give a sentimental gift and that's kind of nice to like unwrap yeah. in front of everyone. If it's like something that was really meaningful, but like, if it's like, wine glasses off your registry like you can open that at home yeah you can and then send a thank you at home to acknowledge the person i agree yeah okay well i think we helped um a salty batch hopefully and um let us know how it goes (laughs) 
Do you want to read the next one? Yes. Second email. And then we have some games. So keep listening. Okay. This one says, hi, I just started listening to your podcast when I got engaged in August and I really enjoyed your advice and your stories. Thank you. I'm not sure if you've talked about this one on the show before, but I'm hoping you can give me some advice on crying. Oh, I love this one because this is a hot theme. I posted about it on my personal Instagram account and have never gotten so many DMs. So she says, my fiance, Zach, is a wonderful guy. And of course, I'm feeling all the feels about marrying him. There have been times throughout our relationship where we both have cried in front of each other. But for the most part, he cries more than I do, which I think is even more special that he is in touch with his emotions and all of that. I don't think I'm a callous or uncaring person at all. So I don't know if I just need more time to process what's happening or if I'm very shy about showing extreme emotions or what's my issue. When we got engaged, he actually brought my late dad's embroidered handkerchief, which had belonged to my grandfather, expecting to be able to dry my tears, except I didn't cry. (laughs) We're now about one year away from our wedding. I don't know how to go about this without it feeling artificial or inauthentic, but I want to cry on my wedding day. I'm 98% positive he will be, and I want him to know that I'm just as happy, excited, emotional about our marriage as he is." So do you have any tips or tricks for this non-crier? Do I focus on mindfulness and being in the moment to see if that will well up some tears? Or do I have my maid of honor bring eye drops or something before I walk down the aisle? I don't know why that makes me laugh. Thank you. And I love this one for you because I can't I'm also see not a crier. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, and I, I feel like I'm in the same boat as her because like I feel like I'm not... Mike's not like a crier either, but I feel like he will cry, which I like about him. I'm like into it. Um, But yeah, that's another. I feel like he will be expecting me to cry, too. And I don't (laughs) want it to be like weird, like one person crying and the other person not crying. So I totally get her anxiety. Um, But I think I would not try to like I think if you're getting anxious about it, it's going to take away from like the moment. And your fiance knows you really well. And if you want, I think you can have a conversation with him before. Just be like, I want to get ahead of this. And I don't want you to like, I don't want to like, obviously, like this is an extremely emotional day for me. And I will be feeling like all of the feels. Mm -hmm. But I don't want you to like see the tears as like, that's the sign that I care or I don't care. Because as you know, that's just like not my body just doesn't react that way or process emotion sometimes like in that way. Right. Um, so I don't doesn't doesn't say anything about how I feel. And I mean, it might happen, but it might not happen. I just want to like let you know or like prep you for the fact that like it might not. But I love you so much. And like, I'm so excited for this moment. And I'm going to like, we'll see what happens. But don't like freak out if I'm standing up there <laughs> just like smiling at you. Right. I agree. I think you hit the nail on the head. Like he knows you by now. He knows you're not a crier. He loves you anyways. This, I really don't think like you crying or not is going to deter him from marrying you. I would not try to induce crying. (laughs) That is some, some crazy shit I would actually try to do, but that would be worse than not crying. I think because it would be fake and you want to be like your most authentic self on your wedding day. And I was, I really don't think like 
I mean, I know we see like the photos from weddings all the time and I love them of like the groom standing there crying or the bride crying or them crying together. Those are beautiful emotions photos. But I don't I really don't think every wedding couple like cries on their wedding day. I don't think it's like a must have on the wedding day. And I mean, Mike shows zero emotion. We work on it every day. He's just kidding. He's better. But um, I he's a hit or miss. Like, I don't know. I really don't. I don't think he will. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, I've never I've never cried from happiness in my entire life before. Really? I've like I've cried from like sadness. Like I get like I do get emotional or if I'm like really frustrated or like sad, like I have cried then. But I've never like felt so incredibly happy that I've cried. It's just not how my body works. And my body just doesn't like process. Do you cry when you see other people cry? No, I've never <laughs> cried at anyone's wedding. <laughs> not like anyone else's wedding. Um, I don't cry when I see others cry. I'm not like I'm, I'm in, like I, I, I feel empathy towards people, but I'm not like an empath. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yes. when I like feel the emotions of the room, like I'll cry at very random moments. Like, yeah watching a movie that like hits me in a really oh, sad counts. way that like, relates to myself sure yes but it's not like they don't have to be crying but it's like right. i'm sad it's never like oh i'm so happy that the person in the movie did well and i'm crying oh i cr- i cry over happiness more than sad really? that's yeah, nice weird. i think that's a really sweet characteristic <laughs> that a lot of people like um i just not what that's what i'm saying i'm not like fooling myself into thinking like oh this is going to be the day that's going to change Right. The way I've reacted every other day of my entire life. Right. And you never know. Like people, I think too, like one thing people, I think people who are non-criers sometimes end up crying when, I don't know what I have to base this off of. I'm just like assuming when they're very surprised, like if you get a, but, but like, that's why I could see people not crying on their wedding day. Cause they've been planning this fucking event for, and it's like yeah. hectic. Like it's hard to, I've heard, like, obviously you try to enjoy and be most in the moment as possible, but like, especially a wedding ceremony, it's essentially a performance. So you're not like, cause you're literally, you have a audience. So it's like, if you don't cry, that's fine because you might even be a little, you might be nervous. I'll be nervous. I get nervous easily before things. Like, I don't know. It's just like you, if you don't cry, it's okay. If your groom doesn't cry, it's okay. I made a joke on my um, Instagram story being like, cause Mike and I like, truly, I was like, Mike, you better cry. And he was like, I don't know if I can. And I like made a joke about it. And everybody, I got so many DMS being like, don't worry, girl. He will. My fiance said the same thing. And then on our wedding day, he was crying like crazy. But I was like, no. Yeah. But I also was like, if he doesn't, it's (laughs) still going to marry him. I think like low expectations, if if it exceeds that, like that'll be great. But like if someone if you've never seen someone cry because they're happy before, don't expect them to start like on that day. And you should know them at that point. Um, Right. But yeah, I don't think that there's like you should try to change who you are. If right, it comes, right. it comes. If it doesn't, like you're happy. I don't think any like as long as you're showing the person that you're happy in other ways, you know, you're telling right. them throughout the day how happy and excited you are and right. how, how much you love them. Like I think that's more important because that's that's who you really are. Exactly. And you can be like you like 
that's why I love this question for you because I can tell by the person you are that you are such not to get sappy, but you're like such a good person. You're like we all Aww. say it. All the batches employees, we we're all like we're obsessed with Jordana, and you're oh such a good person and empathetic. Not know that this was the conversation. Going oh no, on we're all. Oh bag. yeah, we're all like very like. We, what do we call you? Very um. That's so just sweet. cool, down to earth, and awesome. And like empathetic and gets it. Remember when I was crying at one of our work events and you hugged me? That was a great moment. Aww. <laughs> but no. So like all in all, it's like I, you can be you and Mike are very you and my Mike are similar and that you're such good people, but you're not criers. That's fine. <laughs> um, well, that just made my day. That was that's so sweet. Well, um, I'll talk but to yeah. Mike and we'll figure out a way to make him cry now. I'm like me, me and him will just have to like fig- like figure out our targets. I just reversed <laughs> everything I just said, but I'm like I want to cry for you, Nicole. <laughs> we'll um, see. That's really but, yeah. funny. All right. Well, I hope that helped. Um, and I think that was a great question. I think that goes for anything else that people are worried about for like the day of like having a, a certain pressure to feel a certain way or act a certain way or like do a certain thing. Like I think as long as you're being as true to yourself as possible, like that's who the person asked to marry them. That's who you want to show up as on the day that you are getting married. Bingo. Let's do some games. Let's do it. All right. So we have runaway bride. So our first runaway bride, if you haven't listened in a while, um, it's th- pretend your significant other tells you runaway bride or groom. We'll change the name to that. Your significant other tells you this right before you walk down the aisle. What do you do? Do you stay or run away? Okay. Um, first one, they tell you they refuse to ever fly over an ocean. So they're not going to the Caribbean. <laughs> I... I feel like we've talked about this one or something similar in the past. I mm. would run away. Really? Damn. Mm-hmm. I would stay. I mean, I can go on those vacations with my friends. This is the exact same conversation. Yeah. I remember you saying you already this. do this one. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like they won't travel or they hate traveling. I think I am going to plan the best domestic trip for us for our. I mean, like I would I feel like I would know that about them going into it, but. I like traveling with my friends too. So I think at this point, true. And some people don't like flying over an ocean because of like true, like anxiety issues, which I would have um, empathy for that. So maybe I would stay like, you know how some people are like, get very anxious and I get that. So let me, let me correct myself. If they said they wouldn't even try, I might be out. But if they're like, I'm going to try to like overcome this fear and like do it for you but at the end of the day they just can't do it then i think i'll i'll figure it out right right i like that as long that's a a cornerstone of a good relationship as long as you'll try for the other person it's all that matters yeah it's about the effort yep all right so the second one they tell you to pick between them or your pets i don't have any pets um (laughs) and if someone was like I never want pets ever again, or I'm never, I'm never not going to do any pets. Like I don't want a dog or a cat. I'd be like, okay, like I'm down. I'm kind of like the person who's like down either way. Like 
yeah. someone wants a dog. I don't, I don't like need a dog, but if like Mike really wants a dog, I think we'll eventually get one. Cause I'm like, I'm a little indifferent, but I'm sure I'll love it when it's there. But right. if he was like, I do know, ne- I never want a dog or a cat or any pets. I'd be like, cool. fine. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I, this is tough. Cause I don't have any pets either, but I, I know if I did, I'd be obsessed with my dog. If I had one, we do, I do want to get one. Like that's important to me. Um, one day it's just so much to like so figure he out. Was like no dogs ever. Sorry, Nicole. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I'd be mad and I would be demanding like of why, like you'd have to be like very allergic and like miserable when you're around a dog to to mm-hmm. let that fly so you i have guess like a secret dog yeah <laughs> i would no i might run away i'd run and run wow you're really you're you're ready to run at the slightest <laughs> sign of um incompatibility. i really am <laughs> my relationship is so strong all right the last one they reveal they have a severe gambling problem okay i would be very upset if i found this out the day of my wedding yeah um it might be it might be a a deal like i might run away just because they hadn't they've kept a secret for me but the gambling problem in itself like people have issues like some people have addictions that they can't control as long as they're working on it to like help themselves as long as they have a plan for like how they're gonna like get out of it or how they they Mm -hmm. understand it's a problem and they like are working on it i'm okay with that but yes we love self-awareness. Not, totally. But if they're like, oh, I have this gambling problem, by the way, we're in like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt um, and I don't know what to do. I think I'd run away because then your debt is their debt. Right. When you're married. I agree with you. It's like that I'd be very mad and turned off and annoyed in every way. But I would be like, as long as there's a path and you are aware that you need to get out then I guess I'll stay. But I'd be like really annoyed. It would take me, I would be looking at them differently for sure. But like, whatever, nobody's perfect. (laughs) Should we do some unpopular opinions? Let's do it. Favorite segment. You guys know how it goes. So we'll just go right in. Bridesmaids shouldn't have jobs to do during planning or day of. Um. I think this is like a weird one because it's like not like someone applies for the role, like someone that becomes a bridesmaid because they're close to you and like it's technically supposed to be like an honor. So I would hope they would like want to do some things to help you. But like, is it like. It's kind of the thing where it's like if they don't want to do it, that's more of the issue than the fact that um, they're not doing it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Well, and I think the way this question is makes it difficult because I, I fully agree with you. Like they should want to do things. You shouldn't have to like, like they don't apply for specific roles. And I know we always say like, you know, talk to them and let them know what you want them to do, but you shouldn't have to be like, you are the, this person like assigned like yeah. very specific jobs. But this question I do think like during planning, they should help with stuff. But this person says, or day of, I don't think the bridesmaids should, should be having to really do jobs day of. Like, I agree. 
I mean, there's always someone who like goes up and like bustles the bride's dress, but it's oh, never yeah, like yeah. someone who's assigned to do it. It's someone who like takes it upon themselves. That stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's the weddings. Like I've seen some weddings where you are like the bridesmaids are expected to be doing what the coordinator and wedding planner has to do day of. And that's it's like that's why you hire a cord a day of coordinator to do that stuff. You don't like appoint your friends. And I get that everybody's budgets are very different and a day of coordinators cost money, but it's like you've got to think like I don't know. They're here to enjoy themselves. Right. Like they're they've done so much leading up, they've been supporting you. Let them kind of like enjoy the day too and have a mimosa and get ready. I agree. Oh, all right. The bride's parents should pay for the wedding, the grooms for the rehearsal dinner. Agree or disagree? Oh, disagree. Like, oh, yeah, totally hard disagree. This is very an antiquated thing. I don't so, yeah. think you can agree with this statement and call yourself like a feminist. Yeah, because the whole concept behind um, the bride's parents paying for everything is that like women are like sort of like annoying things that you have to deal with and marry off and you have to like pay for it so that you can like get her off of your hands um which i really don't like (laughs) i know (laughs) i don't like the reasoning behind that which is really how that tradition came to be it doesn't really make any sense in the modern day no i think both families i don't think anyone like should pay for anything it's like both people should contribute what they're excited and comfortable to right right and um, you can split that any way that the couple would like, right? In my opinion, exactly. And I think some family situations, like you, you already know. I I agree with you. It's like each family should contribute as much as they feel comfortable and want to, if they want to at all. And you already know going in, like whose side might be contributing more. I'm trying to say this in the most like non PC way. Yeah. Like, like if obviously if father number one is the CEO of Amazon, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Bezos. Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos and father number two is, you know, a, a working lower class job, whatever middle class. I don't know. It's like, then, then you can kind of assume who's going to mm-hmm. be willing to, um, help out more and it might be the groom's father it might be the brides or if yeah, they're just like I think normal it's who, I think it's whoever is like feeling like they are excited and want to use this to help you and like are doing it out of the goodness of their heart right that I don't think there should be like a rule about it right I agree I agree all Some right people, I mean a lot of people a lot of our listeners don't have any help from any parents and oh, pay yeah, for their no. entire weddings themselves and that's you see that a lot more I think that's a lot more common these days too especially as um, people are getting married later they're making their own money yeah and they want a certain kind of wedding so um, and I think that's great um, obviously a lot of people can't afford to do it on their own they, they um, and it's nice even if you can to get help from your parents but mm-hmm. That that said, actually, that just reminded me. We want to do a whole like I know you guys love um, just when we talk about like money, how much things cost typically, how to make your wedding budget. We definitely want to do more episodes about that because we know a lot of you brides are you know funding your own weddings or like even if you're not, if even if you're getting help, you're still trying to not blow your 
whole family's budget. So um, we will definitely be talking about like budgeting and financial stuff more in the future. Money. So stay exactly. tuned. Should we do one more? Yes, let's do it. So this one is, you don't need getting ready photos. No one cares about you putting on lipstick. Um, I kind of agree, although like I don't think it hurts. Like, I think it's kind of like if you can have them, like sometimes they're cute and it's like fun to see everyone in their robes together, like getting ready. But I don't know where you would like, I guess you put it in like the book, like the wedding book, mm-hmm. like your your album. But I don't think those really get like displayed. I think they're like cute to have. I don't feel like strongly about them in either way. If someone was like, we're not doing them. I'd be like, OK. OK, so I do see when you say things, it's very level headed. So I do see that. <laughs> but I was cause before you said that I was going to be like hard disagree. Um, it's fine. Yeah, because- I can see why people like them. Yeah, I mean, okay, I we're going to be doing an Instagram story takeover with Caroline Crawford. She's like this girl who got famous on TikTok from planning her wedding and she just has like an amazing aesthetic. From her photos, they were so cute her getting ready photos. She had this adorable like lime green pajamas on. Her her bridesmaids were wearing white pajamas, which was really cool and different. And they just took like really cute like bathtub photos with champagne and all this stuff. I and not even just her, like I've seen other cute getting ready photos. I think they're so fun. And I'm I wanna now like kind of like inspired by her and the other cute photos. I wanna now just like make mine fun and cool. Um and like yeah I've been looking at bridesmaids pajamas, doing all that, like my own pajamas. Now I'm trying to like make it a thing. So it seems like a whole other thing that I have to like figure out, which is stressing me out. Just hearing you talk about how much thought you've already put into it. But (laughs) so, yeah, I think if you can do it like, in a well, in like a really cute way. Great. Like mine will probably just be like very average looking. Um, (laughs) So that's why I think that affects my like thought process on them. Right. Um, I'm just thinking about like the most important pictures, the ones you would like frame or like post like i don't i guess some people post those too with with their significant other who you're there to to marry yeah to me they're like the least important of the pictures of the day but um i think that there's no there's no reason not to have them if you can right respect sorry there we go (laughs) we did it again nicole we did it we solved weddings yay we did it and we will see you next Tuesday with our very special guests. Um, and yeah. it's going to be a great episode. So check back. Email us, brides at betches.com. Follow us on Instagram at Betches Brides, at Jordana Abraham, at Nicole Pellegrino. Um, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Till death do us part. Oh, forgot about that. Till death do us part. Bye. <laughs> The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at Betches.com. Betches.